I'm Nicole De La Garza. I'm a strong woman in street cleaning at San Francisco Public Works. My role at Public Works, I'm a supervisor too for street cleaning for downtown San Francisco, Tenderloin, South of Market, and Treasure Island. We do a lot of street cleaning. We have litter patrols who pick up the garbage and do brush-ups. We have steamers who power wash the sidewalk and pick up waste. And then I have another soup one I also work with. We do a lot of work in the field, but we have a lot of administrative duties as well. We have a lot of jobs that are complicated. Sometimes we might need assistance from other departments as far as maybe the arborist or uh, sheet metal if fencing needs to be fixed. So we work with a lot of people and try to do the best we can do while we're at work in the eight hours we're here. I chose this career because like my early adult life, probably 20s, I always wanted to get a job for the city and um, be a civil servant because I was born and raised here and I take a lot of pride in my city. So I knew somebody who worked at Public Works for quite a while and they just gave me the application. It was before we started filling out stuff online and I started as a block ambassador uh, cleaning the streets. And then uh, I did that for a few years and then uh, I ended up getting an apprenticeship with Buff, which is the Bureau of Urban Forestry. After that, I was laid off for a minute and I came back as needed. And then once I got on uh, permanent 2014, which was a lot of years later, I came back and I worked with Swing Shift for about a year. But uh, I've always liked doing the landscape work. So as soon as I was able to bid after the year of working with Swing Shift, I went back to doing what I love to do. So the gardener apprenticeship was very beneficial for me. I work with a lot of good people in Buff. Many years later, they gave me the supervisor position. So then I came to graffiti as a supervisor one. After that, I went to street cleaning as a supervisor one. So uh, my Buff career was over, but I do miss it. I, I loved um working with landscaping and especially as an apprentice gardener, I got to uh, do the ride along mower, which is, you know, very fun. I'd mow everything and then weed whack around the trees, pick up the litter. So it's kind of like you're in your own world and you get to just do your thing out there and do a detailed, nice job. But in order to move up, I had to go to street cleaning because basically a, a labor supervisor is not able to supervise gardeners. So they go to school for like plant ID and a lot of other things. So I ended up switching over to street cleaning and I've been over there ever since. And a few years after becoming a supervisor one, I took the test to become a supervisor two. And I kind of just took the test to see what the test was and, you know, thinking, okay, next time I'll take the test and get it. But I ended up getting it on that time. So it was kind of cool <laughs> that it came so quick to become a supervisor too, because becoming a laborer took me from 2007 to 2014. So just in my mind, I didn't think it would be that quick to get a promotion. Mm -hmm. 
one of the people I work with, LaVonda Williams, she was like uh, probably the reason or one of the reasons besides having good work ethic that I've made it so far because she kind of um, guided me in a good way to make, you know, the right decisions. And she always told me that one day I'll be a supervisor. It definitely felt good that she believed in me and early on told me that I'll be a supervisor. I was always kind of a leader in Buff, even when I was an apprentice or when I was a laborer working over there. A lot of the jobs, she would put me as a lead. So early on, I was kind of learning how to work with people and work with a crew. Because especially in Buff, it's not like SES, you're always with the crew. So you work with a lot of different personalities and skill sets. So it was good to get a little bit from everybody and, you know, take the good stuff and leave what you don't need. I just will always value her friendship and her leadership. I was always like good at what I did, but being around her, she's just so detailed and organized that she helped me to be better. And when my mom was in the hospital, LaVonda would actually drop me off to UCSF in the morning and my best friend would pick me up at night. My mom was always proud of me no matter what I did. It was like I was her only child. In her mind, I could do no wrong. Even like when I would get into an argument with her and I was wrong, she would apologize to me. And it was just, she was always caring and always there for me. So she was proud that I was working for the city and, you know, that I was being responsible and earning money for myself and not doing the wrong things. When my mom passed, that kind of did something to me. Uh, it took me a couple years to feel like I was the same person I was previously. So that was just kind of like the obstacle. And I, she passed like right before I got the supervisor position. So dealing with that, it was kind of hard because you kind of feel like you're in a cloud. So that was like the hardest part to get past that. And even like today, I'm not past that because that's something that hit me in my heart. Uh, probably the worst thing that happened to me in my life. And I know like um, I didn't want her to suffer, but you're selfish because I'm an only child. And, you know, it's been me and my mom my whole life. My dad passed when I was in the sixth grade. So losing her, it was like I lost a big piece of me. And then two years after that, my grandma died and me and my grandma was really close. I would call her every day. And that's another person I kind of like looked up to and respected. And um, she was just very stern, but very caring at the same time. And she just had a lot of good qualities. She used to own a few restaurants in San Francisco. And I always like loved her cooking, loved being around her. I just loved to talk to her because you know, the the older generation, they're just honest in what they say and they don't care if they're hurting your feelings or anything like that. But they're just going to tell you how it is and still be there for you. And I miss that a lot with her as well. Basically, what helped me is I got some good people in my life. It took a long time and, you know, but I'm just uh, blessed to have good people in my life that really care about me. I feel like women, when I started, it wasn't bad. You, like, I think it was kind of before my years when they were having a little bit of 
not issues, but a little bit harder time working with the men in the trade. But kind of when I got in, it's, it was not a lot of women, but it was a good amount of women doing a little bit of everything. So it wasn't really hard coming in as a woman because even when I came in as an apprenticeship for Buff and how we would work in crews, they had me and two other uh, women start at the same time as apprentices. And then they had three gentlemen to start at the same time. So you get a little bit of everything. And a lot of the women I worked with in Buff too, they were hard workers and they liked what they did. And it motivates you and when everybody else is on the same page and you're happy and they're happy and you know you get to conversate while you're working and or whatever motivates you to get the job done better and I mean I like that working with the men and the women and it's kind of cool to compete with the men because when we were in buff starting we'd always like compete like our island's gonna look better or we're gonna finish first and are still gonna look better than theirs and then you know if people needed help and we finished first a lot of the time we would help the other people out but I always uh, been competitive like that and wanted what I do to look better or just try to take pride in stuff and do a detailed job and have fun while you're doing it and, you know, just work in a good environment because when you're having fun and you like what you do, the day goes by quicker and, you know, you're just more motivated. The work that I do is important because it's always a lot of stuff to be done in San Francisco. It's like never ending. As soon as you finish one project, it's something else that pops up. As soon as you focus on certain other things that are coming up, sometimes other things go on the back burner. So it's kind of like you got to keep a balance between everything to try to keep, you know, the public happy, your supervisors happy. So it's just like... It's very important because, you know, this is like one of the most popular cities in the world. We get a lot of tourists, so we want it nice for the tourists. We want it also to be clean and, you know, safe for the residents and for the people that work here. And then I live in San Francisco, too. So it's, you want the place where you live to be quality, you know, quality of life is is everything. leadership style is I try to keep an open communication with staff. I like to be out there with them so they feel like we're all involved together. I just try to treat people with respect, make sure people are doing stuff safely. And, you know, I wouldn't ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. And then pretty much everything that they have done at one time or another, I've done the same things. So I just try to, uh, I'm still learning as a supervisor, even with us being trained, sometimes it's challenging because a lot of the supervisors, they're busy. So, you know, they have a lot on their plate that they're trying to get done. Every supervisor has different ways of doing things. And you just kind of just try to pick up, like I said, kind of the good things from everybody you work with or a little something and then use that to complete your style and just try to be yourself, you know, be genuine and nobody's better than anybody. We're all the same. We all work together. And I just try to, you know, lead by example and 
work with people and I'm not here to work against anybody. I want everybody to succeed. Just don't worry about what other people are doing. Just keep your focus on what you're trying to do and make sure you're doing things right. Make sure you're respectful to your coworkers, to the public. Make sure you do a job you're proud of. Give the city what they deserve. Thanks for listening to Snapshots, a public works podcast. 